Zenkai Boost is a 100% fan-created project. None of us are associated with Toei, Madman, Funimation, Manga Entertainment, or Fuji TV. We're just four nerds who really like Dragon Ball Z Kai, and we hope you will too, so long as you support the official release. Oh, and this show? Definitely not safe for work, so make sure your headphones aren't turned up so loud everyone will know your secret shame. For some reason, I follow Dane Cook on Twitter. Why? Is it just What's wrong with is that you? just masochism? I just I'm fascinated by this person, you guys. I don't keep, think he's funny. Gotta keep or an eye on that I'm motherfucker. Just, gotta watch what he's. I gotta keep an eye. He's slippery. You never know what he's gonna do next. <laughs> you gotta you gotta make sure he's never gonna tweet like, "Oh, I'm in Washington today. Hope I don't run into any guys named Max." So it's like it's like it's, uh, that's how I know what movies not to see. If he tweets about being in one. We are. Oh, we're in the Matrix. We just we just jacked in. Whoosh! All the all the rows Ooh. of guns fly by, but instead of guns, it's anime DVDs. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Zenkai Boost. It's the show where we watch and review Dragon Ball Z Kai. My name's Max Newland. I'm Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrick. And I'm the other Max, Max Kostrak. There's two Maxes. Um, Don't get them mixed still- up. Still not any less sorry about that, but that's just, I mean, this has been our whole lives, guys. Like This is who we are. We're just sort of walking in on the on the most recent part of it. Either one of us being friends for years could have taken a different name, but both of us are just as stubborn as donkeys. So this wasn't like a Highlander situation gone wrong? We did fight no. for a while. <laughs> no, no, I have not been affected by the quickening. Blaine, I have to ask, though, did any situation in the Highlander go right? That's a good point. No. <laughs> no, not really. So I wanted to mention, um, we put up these episodes on a WordPress a little while ago because we're a fledgling podcast and that's the kind of thing you do. That's right. Get us on ZenkaiBoost.com. I'm sorry. Where is it? ZenkaiBoost.com. We got that full domain name. Uh, and Max was telling me, the other Max was telling me. That's me. There's some interesting uh, demographic data coming at us from WordPress.com. Oh, yeah. We got a couple major revelations here about our listenership. Uh, first of all, it's very small. Uh, second of all, uh, <laughs> second of all, it's like 12 of yeah, you out there. But it's Hi. also very diverse. Oh, uh, we had uh, six unique visitors, three on two different days um, from the wonderful land of China. Wow. Uh, so very diverse. Ni hao to our Chinese Ni friends. Hao. How do you say thank you? I, I don't know. Actually, that's embarrassing. Arigato? Is that? Oh, boy, Max. Doofa doofa. That's no good. I'm looking at the tracker right now. We're down to, we're down to four Chinese listeners just from that one. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Is it, uh, who's not listening live? Is I think is thank you, Shay uh, Shay. Yes, it is Shay Shay. I learned that from uh, the film Rush Hour. Excellent. Good, Speaking of crazy pull. sweet fighting action, this episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai was really good. I thought. I have to agree. I, I like the balance. It's a solid episode. Uh, I definitely enjoyed this one. It's got some pretty A plus comedy going on. Yes, hell yes. Uh, this episode, this is episode six, the end of Snake Way, King Kai's bizarre test. Um, uh, how's the how's the intro treating you guys? How's I, the I have a question. Theme song. I've I have so, a little, bit of a dilemma. I I know I claimed in earlier episodes that it says "Don't stop, we're in love now," but is it actually saying "Don't stop, we're in luck now"? I think it might go back and forth. That is a uh, a, a really. You know, good, valid question to ask. And it hurts me to ask it. <laughs> it really does. Now, here's the thing is it could also be like a rabbit or duck situation. Oh, maybe it's supposed to be both. Well, uh, I am, in fact, looking at the lyrics right now. And guys, it is luck. Yeah, but what's your source on that? Uh, Dragonball.wikia.com. Who? Ooh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, we, we don't want to piss wiki. them off. So, yeah, that's the official. Guys, cons- I think I think we just discovered uh, the metric by which we will know when we've made it. 
<laughs> and that's when we're on the Dragon Ball Z wiki. I don't know that. Oh, yeah. I don't know that we're gonna. I don't know that podcasts get featured, do they? Hey, here's a fun edit point. My dog is barking. I'll be right back. <laughs> Fuck everything. <laughs> Sorry, man. Clap. Edit point. Sherlock, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> he won't. No, no. This, this he is won't kill I'm... that dog. I've heard him say that exact sentence like 25 times. Though I, I wish I could really comment, but I no longer hear the intro. I, I just see animation, and then I see the uh, the end of Snake Way, King Kai's Bizarre Test, and then things <laughs> just begin after that. There's just a blank in my... I don't see any... Oh, he sees things. I just don't hear anything anymore. I did. I think I blacked out a little bit this time. I really do like that, oh, like just watching it, though. Something about it. It's just so cool. There's some really good animation in it. And also, Max, no need to. You're, you're fine. We just did some good riffing. We just did some secret chats. Oh, cool. Uh, I think I'm going to go against the grain, the general grain here. I I'm kind of enjoying the opening, guys. It's starting to grow on me a little bit, and I hate it. Honestly, I I like. Here's the thing: is I like the song fine. I hate the the dubbed version of it. Yeah, it's pretty unacceptable the way what they have done to Sean Schemmel's voice and also the translation and also just the fucking idea of dubbing the opening song. Yep. It's a terrible Who did who made this terrible call? Decision. It's a crazy idea. I guess we should just be grateful that it isn't the one piece rap. <laughs> oh. oh man. That's the well, those <laughs> we'll have to do we'll have to do a podcast about One Piece too, guys. Oh, I will one hundred percent do that, that for the rest, of, the rest of my days on Earth. <laughs> the rest of my natural life in a One Piece podcast. Anyway, uh, let's get right into it. This is a pretty good episode, and it starts out with um, starts out with Gohan. I really liked that. There's such a huge change in his person between. Mm-hmm. The last episode, this one, like he even looks like I mean, yeah, he, he jumped six six months, but you can see he looks so much older within that time. One hundred percent less crying, less crying, more parkour. <laughs> Everyone loves more parkour. parkour and some sledding. Oh man, it's great. Well, you gotta consider with with Gohan is that thrust thrust into this situation where he's he's just got to survive on his own. He has no choice. His uh, he, he's he's up against a figurative wall. Uh, at a certain point, when he realizes, even as a child, that he is just naturally biologically strong as fuck, he's you know it's really just all gonna fall into place from there. Strong as fuck in a world full of shit. The Dragon Ball Z story. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. What did we originally say that about? I, I know have that's no idea. That, what? Monkey D. Monkey D. Luffy is who oh. we said that about. Guys, I I, I can't. I, I don't know how well this translates, but just so our listeners know, the four of us have been hanging out for like basically the majority of my life. It's been a while. Are we getting into our our super secret backgrounds? Yeah, and sometimes we say things that just sort of like these. Perfectly codified abstract ideas arise from the pit of consciousness, shaped like rubber duckies. What? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like you're right on the shit. mark. None, yeah. none of this is fucked up. You're saying totally cool things. We pull shit out that that is like unimaginable. I feel like any of us are talking about bears. Yeah, like okay, no. We can't talk about me making bears. Yo, we're on not the gonna. Show. We're not. Let's, let's not get into. Let's not get into the scatological. One or two people have pro- understood immediately what that is, and uh, they they're the only ones that need to. Um, Gohan in this episode is very cool. Uh, he does a lot yes. of really cool stunts. He shows off how how good he is at surviving. He is adjusted very very well to being a feral child. He's even having a little bit of fun. He's like laughing. He's got a morning routine worked out. A little bit of sadistic fun. Oh, boy, yeah. Oh, yeah, with the dinosaur? Yeah, because this dinosaur, it's like, oh, man, remember this dinosaur that chased him up the mountain? Now it's my meat slave. Like, what is happening? Yep. It's so fucked up. He, he, like, to me, it's like he doesn't put it down. He's just like, cool. Hey, nice to see you. I'm sure to take some of your flesh now. Sling. Worm done awesome. turned. I'll be back tomorrow. The worm How turned. You described it. You described it, Max, as being a, a saw-like deal between the dinosaur Absolutely, and Gohan. Absolutely, yeah. 
And then he does, he may, he uses a laser to make fire. Gohan is like saying bear grills at this point. <laughs> it's been six that months I, and he's getting into it. I think for me, that would be so far. Uh, I think it's my biggest gripe now at the show. And I think it's just, I would like to see in the moment he learns that just because I, I've been with the mindset that he he's watched his dad, but he hasn't done any Kung Fu or anything involving martial arts or Chi. And then Piccolo says he's going to train him. But then I never saw that. So it, it just really, I would have wanted to see that moment, but it, it really turned me off a little bit when he just does it. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess he just knows these things now. Well, I mean, this is, I mean, it's, this is something that he was going to be able to, whether, whether it came by accident or he, or he learned to do it or he was taught to do it. It's this is a a a, pre, a preternatural thing for him. So it, we we don't really necessarily need to see him being taught it directly because it's just in his nature to to be able to do these things. And we will and learn gonna, uh, that just being able to do these things doesn't necessarily mean he actually knows how to fight yet. Yes, exactly. Yes. He's just exactly. sort of com- more comfortable in his own Saiyan body, like with the fact that he is a Saiyan and can do things that are extraordinary. Yeah, I, I get it. I agree. It's just it's just my own personal little gripe. Oh, for sure. It would have been cool, I guess, to see. And right. then we, we find out at the end of this scene that Piccolo is just kind of hanging out watching. Creepy. Because I guess it's really hard to get Netflix out in the wasteland. I don't and even think if he could, internet. what would he watch it on? Do you think he meditates for like 20 minutes and he's like, okay, job done. Well, let's go see what Gohan's up to. <laughs> yeah, it's my schedule done for the day. <laughs> to do meditate groceries? Do Now, I feel like I picked up somewhere that, Namek, that Namekians don't need to eat. Is that, they don't. Is that the case? I don't know where you they, heard that. They, where? They, they do not. They only drink water. That's a crazy interesting existence. So here's here's the thing. That's why they're slug people. Mr. Akira Toriyama, Mr. Mr. fucking Dragon Ball Z creator, if they don't eat, how come they got teeth? Ooh, good point. What are those teeth? They evolved past it, but they still kept it. So they have vestigial chompers. Yeah. Useful for elocution still. (laughs) So after our quick check-in with our green friend Piccolo... Uh, the scary green man. We see Goku, who's running again. And very short scene. Still doing it. Very, very, very short scene. Just to remind you, he's still there. And we get to meet the C team for the first time in Dragon Ball Z Kai. Yep. Our very, very first appearances of Ten Shinhan, Chaozu, and Yamcha. And, oh man, Yamcha says something. This oh, this poor, sweet yes. summer child says, the Saiyans won't have a chance against all of us fighting together. Oh, wow! How great it would be oh, if it boy. just cut to that scene that we secretly know is coming up. Yeah, just right there for a couple seconds. In my mind, it cuts. It fast forward to a half year from now. <laughs> I thought they were a little overconfident. It's like one of those horror movie jump scare, like single frame flash. <laughs> like you just like, like that face in The Exorcist. Like yeah, you just you just see it, and then it's right back to the normal. Like what happened? Nothing. Nothing's. Everything's fine. And uh, that's that. Also, is a very very short scene. It is really short, actually. There's a lot of short ones. This one has kind of a kind of a really quick pace. This episode, mm-hmm. yeah. But then when you go to that, you go back to Goku. Yeah, we're jumping between sequences quite a lot uh, in this. We 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 you know we barely even get to that scene and get introduced to these characters before we cut back to Gohan and Piccolo, where uh, Gohan's real training is now beginning. This is the first sort of uh, marker for exactly how long it's been. Uh, since Piccolo mentioned that the fighting, the con- the kung fu training, would start six months after the survival training, so we've had a six month, a roughly six month time skip, and then you know gotten to a full six months in the episode. Mm-hmm. Dude, Piccolo, he is a hardcore teacher, man. Yeah, he is. He doesn't give a he fuck. He kicks that child. <laughs> kicks it good. Not only that, he uses some sort of electric eye beam on Gohan. This moment is incredible. We see not only Gohan's skeletal system, we see his fucking brain. His organs, this, too. Uh, one of those moments that is a power that we'll never see again. I think probably, but you know, that might just be because this is, this. I would say this is Piccolo's like, you know, look at this little dumb shit laser. And pretty much the stakes from here on out are high enough that he can't really use that on somebody. Yeah, he, he mm. didn't, he's not going to set his phaser to stun anymore. Yeah. Yeah, these these are his level 1 abilities. He's these are 
he's using these for training purposes only. So think about that. Like this ability, that this thing he does that shocks Gohan so badly, you see all the way through him, like like fucking slim good body. <laughs> this is like. Stuff that if if Piccolo was really trying, he could annihilate this child. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I don't think that's even. Yeah, a this is training. This point. That would be that would like, be dumb. If he was if he was definitely trying, if he if he wanted to, he could eradicate this kid without a, a like <laughs> even a little bit of effort. I mean, maybe if he gave Gohan enough warning and Gohan freaked out and released his power, then that'd be one that'd be a problem for him probably. But it, if 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 it was his desire to just go ahead and end it here, he he wouldn't have any 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 real argument. Just end it. Just 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 throw down the curtain. Just fuck <laughs> it all. We've Earth had a good run. And then after we uh, after we catch up with that little training scheme, it's right back to the other training that's going on up on Kami's lookout. And I'd like to say it's it, this is really interesting because the the training that that. Krillin, Tenshinhan, Yamcha, and Chaosu go through in Kai is very straightforward martial arts training with Dragon Ball Z powers, as opposed to the weird, sadistic time travel training from the filler in Dragon Ball Z that was, you know, we were led to assume was their whole experience, where they somehow got stronger from repeatedly going back in time and being murdered in the past. No more fear of death! (laughs) It's like a fake Zenkai boost. Yeah, yeah. Hey, nice. That's the title of the podcast too. Oh man, oh. he said the title of the thing. Wait, 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 wait. We have a podcast. Oh man. <laughs> wait, what, are, what are we doing? <laughs> tell me, tell now, me, you've been recording these. No, no. Here's the thing: is that we, he has been recording these and they've been uploaded. So in the universe that we've created by making this joke, Blaine is just either recording himself all of the time, or I am surreptitiously guys? recording him during all of our conversations. Do you guys not have captain's log? Yeah. Sit down, captain's log. Today I'm going to talk about Dragon Ball Z. Today I'm going to talk about Kai. Dragon Ball Z Kai with you guys. Z Kai. Z Kai. And um, I, I noticed that not most of us didn't really have any notes for this sequence because it's kind of like as much as it's the first like actual training sequence, it's kind of forgettable. Not a whole lot goes on. Or Newland, like you said, we got a lot of just short scenes. I'd like to mention that Yajirobe's training apparently just consists of eating snacks. And doing fuck all. That's, I mean, what he is best at. So Goku finally makes it to the end of uh, Snake Way. With no filler! And celebrates by very nearly leaping joyously into hell. Hooray! Whoopsie! Uh, He immediately, though, he spots the planet above, uh, like, just assuming, like, that's where I'm going. And he he correctly assumes right off the bat that that must be King Kai's house. Yeah. Um, Which then the camera pans over to this very normal-looking house and a modern red car, and, like, a tree. But, I don't know, there was some pretty creepy music over this, like, we were supposed to be afraid of this? Like, very, very spooky, very, um, like, uh uh-oh, what's gonna happen? And, um... Kind of music. Some of you guys were were asking some pretty great questions in our our chat here. Uh, King Kai's car, it's a car. What? What What does he, what does he do with it? What does he do? Where does he drive this car? car And why does he need it? Goku runs circles literally around the whole planet. Like, just just for for days on end. What does he need to drive to? (laughs) What's even better (laughs) is that there is a driveway. What if that's to keep him sane? What if it's just his hobby? What if he's really good at working on cars? (laughs) Just that one model? King Kai likes three things. Kung fu, jokes, and cars. Classic cars. He's a he's a gearhead. Must be a, must be an absolute bitch to get like parts. <laughs> by the by the way, here guys, I have a, a a correction issue for myself. In the last episode, I I noted that uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai had restored the original nature of King Kai's quirky personality, which is that. Well, he, you were wrong. Yes, he he specifically, very specifically, loves wordplay and puns. Uh, I was I was incorrect about this. This is apparent. This apparently remains a, a exclusive to the Japanese version. Uh, it's it's still in the English version of Dragon Ball Z Kai. Just jokes. We we land on Goku lands on King Kai's planet. He slams uh, into it. We slams his face right into the planet, and we learn that the gravity here is cranked way way up. 
only after floating freely above the planet for like 20 seconds. So apparently, like, gravity had to, like, take a minute and really kick in with him. Oh, oh, oh shit, there's somebody up there. Uh, yeah, not really how physics works, but, you know, that's a lot of this series, so I'm willing to forgive it here. Really very Looney Tunes moment. Yeah, defies a lot of things. And Goku, when he learns that the gravity behaves in this way on this planet, he says, what's the matter with the ground here? Which is sort of implies that Goku believes that falling to the ground is something that happens because of the ground. So he's almost right. But he's very dumb. He's so, so, so dumb. So, we'll have lots of proof of that later on, too. Oh, boy. So so he, he falls to the ground and he, he begins trying to crawl to King Kai's residence uh, under the, the weight, enormous weight of the gravity. And it really weird thing in the, the shading on his eyes in this scene where he's, he's very red to reach the house. It looks like he's just super drunk. Or maybe, maybe, uh, maybe snake wave was getting a little boring. He decided he needed to unwind a little bit. Or uh, where are you going with, some with of that this? Good Max? Kind, that, that good kind leaf. Oh that no. That he carries with oh. him at all times. Is guys, is Goku Sensu leaves? <laughs> is Goku into that 420 weed culture? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think it's a bit early to tell, but 100% yeah. Wait. <laughs> oh, snap. Think about how much he eats. I mean, guys. <gasps> oh. Yeah. And he's oh. dumb. He can't remember stuff. <laughs> guys, is Goku stoned? All the time? 100% of the time. Whoa. So Goku shakes off this weed cloud and gets distracted by a tree that... He demonstrates he my seems... favorite shonen character trait, which is snacks before answers. Very important things going on, but first he sees some on. fruit he needs to eat. That looks tasty. And hey, there's a monkey on this planet. Oh yeah. You mean King Kai? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sorry, King Kai shows up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Goku sees a monkey, and uh, because he, I guess major, he major makes assumptions. the assumptions, he sees a living being Some... and assumes that because it is the only other living being he has seen so far, it must be King Kai. It Guys, has this is to a, be. This is a really strong, really strong uh, piece of evidence in favor of Goku being stoned. Uh, <laughs> I, I, mean, fried. I mean, I don't mean to look dumber than normal myself, but I mean, it is just one house there. Yeah, I mean. And I, who has a monkey as a pet? When I was a kid watching Dragon Ball Z for the first time, I honestly thought that was King Kai also. I thought this was going to be one of those goofs where like the, the sensei shows up and you, you think the sensei is bullshit because it's like I'm fucking monkey or whatever. And then does some crazy, insane, awesome stuff. And to what if he didn't do his... crazy, insane, awesome stuff, but like Karate Kid, through regular monkey actions, secretly teaches him to fight? Like Ook left and Ook right, and then like he's suddenly blocking <laughs> attacks really super fast. Ook on, Ook off. Exactly, I, I, yes. I really like in this moment that Goku, thinking he's talking to King Kai, uh, addresses Bubbles as Mr. King Kai, applying an extra title... <laughs> to, to the, the title of king there's a funny thing in um in some of the trans some of the subbed uh films i've watched of dragon ball z where they uh, no no this was when i was watching dragon ball super the subs of dragon ball super um the subs make they sort of translate the way goku talks into having like a, kind of a country affectation oh, like he gosh. says ain't and y'all Yep, that's 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 been a thing. That's been a thing since the the days of Dragon Ball and the original Dragon Ball Z. That's, my my that's problem a, is I now I unironically use ain't and y'all, so it well, I that's just because notice. we're from Kentucky, guys. They're good words. I mean, but yeah, Goku's Goku's speech patterns in the original Dragon Ball Z um in the in the subtitled versions is very much of a uh, I don't want to say a bumpkin, but just, you know, he lives out in the middle of nowhere. All he really does is fight. Um, he's not educated. I don't think you would really offend anyone on the planet by using those descriptors to, to call someone a bumpkin. <laughs> 
not the least of which reasons for being I, I I can't say for certain, but I do not think there are any farmers that will listen to this podcast. I remember FarmersOnly.com. We're going to get some ad time on here. <laughs> we have, we have I've already that. reached oh, out shit. by email. Did I just <laughs> alienate our biggest, our second biggest demographic behind Chinese people? <laughs> <laughs> this is the episode where we lose all our listeners. We are really hitting some pretty some pretty interesting markets with this, guys. So, Goku believes that the monkey is King Kai, and believing that the monkey is King Kai, he naturally assumes that whatever the monkey does must be the training. So, he starts Im- mimicking the monkey, you know, walking around, making monkey noises, doing the monkey walk. And someone off screen says, hey, what are you doing? He's, he's, <laughs> he's, that looks like fun. Can I join? And in... Some really just fantastic uh, comedic timing. Uh, Brilliant. I loved it. We get a slow pan over to this nonplussed blue gentleman with antenna. (laughs) Kind of like a fish cricket. Just a very, very deadpan expression on his face. (laughs) Goku's still in position... Acting, just acting like a monkey, just having been interrupted, and we we hear King Kai's inner monologue. Looks like I got a weird one on my hands, and then bam, cut to one commercial. of my favorite sequences. <laughs> hey, Kevin, can I can I ask you something? Sure, sure. Uh, I was curious. Does the the design they took with King Kai was that supposed to be based off of anything? Because he had the antenna, so I thought of like crickets or cockroaches. But he's blue and he's big. Is the, do you know anything? Uh, that? I, I couldn't tell you to be honest. I don't think it's I don't I don't think it's a very very specific uh, attempt to emulate any one thing. I think it's just some interesting. Well, it, this is this is a certain genre of character that is present in the Dragon Ball Z universe. There's humans, there's Namekians, and then there's uh, Toriyama's Fever Dreams. Uh, it's a whole cast of characters, and they're really a lot of fun, some of my favorites. So if you've never seen Dragon Ball Z media before, uh, I will attempt to describe King Kai. He is a, a small, round man who is about as wide as he is, who's about as short as he is wide. Spherical. And he, he's pretty much completely spherical. He has blue skin, his face, he has no nose, and and a hat with very large antennas coming off, and he seems to have either gills or just very very chubby cheeks. He is always wearing sunglasses. Yes, he is literally never ever ever seen without them. We nobody knows except Akira Toriyama what King Kai looks like without his sunglasses off, and I don't think even Akira Toriyama knows. He is so cool. He is one and of the coolest. I characters. love King Kai. And and th- and this man, this man is. I will remind everyone. A minor deity. The, the, I mean, a minor deity, but also the highest ranking deity we've been introduced to so far. Yes, absolutely. He's the regional manager for this part of the universe. And uh, it, when he introduces himself, he does so by making one of the lamest jokes I've ever heard in my life. Okay, so yeah, that is a, that is a truly, truly awful joke. He tries. <laughs> He sort of makes, he thinks it's a really good joke. He, he, what is it? He says it's like, if you're itching to know who I am, I'm King Kai or something like that. Now I can, I can shed a little bit of light on this. It's not really going to make it uh, any better. Funnier? (laughs) (laughs) So originally, as I said, uh, originally King King Kai's whole quirk in the Japanese version is that he's just, he was really, really super into wordplay and specifically puns loves them. It's not just generalized as jokes. And what he does in the sequence is he he says, I think there's a mosquito, and then he continually changes some of the syllables in the word mosquito to move it closer to his name, which is in the original version, Kaiosama. So it doesn't really make the joke any better, but it kind of it makes it makes slightly more sense why he even does it i guess this is so interesting to me because this is in both languages we have here a character who is making a joke that is bad like and the writers have to make a bad joke on purpose that's true yeah 
to show you how bad King Kai is at making but jokes. But it still has to make some sense. Yeah, it still has to make sense on some level, but every listener has to be able to tell that this is a person who's bad at making jokes. And I got to say, it's probably very difficult. That's a, probably a tough needle to thread, right? So mm-hmm. to not actually make a joke. That's another late night. Yes. <laughs> another late night at the Funimation offices. Speaking of Funimation offices, um, <laughs> Max, you revealed to us who does the voice for the monkey a little while ago. Uh, that is right. It is uh, the one, the only uh, Sabat Piccolo. <laughs> and also Vegeta's. Oh, yes. And Vegeta. Let's see. Oh, oh, there's King Kai does make a second joke when Goku doesn't get the first one, which I th- lost my mind at because he fakes the Nokia ringtone. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't fake a ringing phone. He, he fakes a, a cell phone ringtone. And then he tells half a joke. And laughs his ass off at it. He tells one side of a joke. uh, He picks it up and goes, yes, my refrigerator is running. And then he busts out (laughs) laughing. And I I think this scene really is meant to demonstrate to us just how long he has been alone with only the company of a monkey. These are the ramblings of a madman. (laughs) I guess we can rule out the car does not keep him safe. He has lost his sanity sitting alone on this tiny planet by himself with only a monkey. For company. So we introduce we're introduced to King Kai. He does all his stupid jokes. And then he tells Goku that unless oh no, I'm sorry, there's something there's something uh in between oh, this. One very important scene in between yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, and it's Gohan and Gohan and Piccolo again. Yeah, and Piccolo kicks Gohan into the sun. <laughs> well, into the sunset. Like he does not actually kick him into the sun, but it, that is what I mean, it that, looks that, like. Honestly, considering the series we're talking about, though, that's a very important distinction to make. <laughs> it is. Yeah. My, my apologies. So we go back to King Kai, and King Kai has an ultimatum for Goku: unless you can make me laugh, unless you can tell a joke and make me laugh, I'm not going to train you. And Goku immediately responds with, "I've never told a joke in my life." Which seems like a bold declaration to make. That's a weird thing to say. He has to have made one joke in Dragon Ball. Yeah. I feel like he had to have made several. This is is fact checkable. This is like a kid in Dragon Ball. Kids only tell jokes. Kids love jokes. Maybe Goku doesn't know what a joke is. I mean, yeah, he is. He he proceeds to tell three one-liners that are very lame. And, but physically powerful. Yes. He makes, he like poses. They exude energy. He poses and there's like uh, action lines and then it cuts to King Kai with a flashing background after he says the punchline. And the one that gets him, the one that gets King Kai to laugh and actually starts the training is, I sold my car for gas money. <laughs> Which isn't even, pretty good. isn't even a joke. It's really, it's not really a joke. It's, it's just, just a thing that's It's just that's ironic, funny. right? <laughs> It's just like a really stupid version of Gift of the Magi. Like, it's just... (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't involve another person? It's just fucking dumb. It's just me and my car. It's not even a joke. It's just a contradictory statement. But maybe that's why King Kai laughs at it is because, you know, it, it only requires one person. You know, he can, that's a joke he can tell himself in the in the lonely times. <laughs> so pretty much all the time. Yeah, pretty much all the time. <laughs> I'm just like I'm imagining. I'm just imagining him just like puttering around his tiny planet when Goku's not there. Like just like mumbling bad jokes to himself and cackling wildly in the darkness. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, and so this next moment is one of my favorites. Yeah, actually, yeah, what, what um, happens in it, Max? Uh, it's revealed that King Kai has uh, like sort of assumed that Goku has come here for comedy training and not combat training, <laughs> uh, which is I feel like kind of a crazy assumption to make. Well, but King Kai also like once again, I, I like this narrative thread we're writing where King Kai's just completely out of his mind. <laughs> yeah, and not to and not to derail that. But also, he did, He his introduction to Goku was this man following his pet monkey around, imitating it. That's true, that seems like a goof, like a gag. <laughs> um, he wants to join in. King Kai uh, immediately pegs Goku as an earthling, um, and reveals that the gravity here is exactly ten times the gravity on Earth. Which makes it pretty extraordinary, and King Kai notes this, that Goku is able to, like, exist and remain alive. And not only that, but when challenged to jump as high as he can, he jumps really fucking high. Goku jumps at least 15 feet in the air. Something like that. I think it was like 30 feet, Yeah, I'd I say thought. even I mean, higher. he was, like, kind of up there. If he could have left the atmosphere. 
of that little planet. He nearly leaves that planet's atmosphere and gravitational influence, and then he falls on his... Well, you know, he, he actually lands on his feet there. Side note, he's still wearing his weighted shirt, bracers, and boots. Yeah, he's still yeah, wearing his weighted training out. clothes, and he's able to jump that high. And King, King kind of notes to himself that this is very impressive, uh, that he shouldn't... That, that he that ordinarily he should not be able to jump that high at this point in the training. Which kind of begs the question, okay, so King Kai is the boss of this region of the universe. Mm-hmm. Are, that must mean there are other planets in this region with strong heroes who died and then went to train with King Kai, right? And then became world-renowned comedians. <laughs> who do you think, so... <laughs> So which of Earth's, which of like Earth Prime, the Earth we live on, which of those comedians do you think got King Kai's training? Oh no. Oh. The next thing that happens in the show, I really wanted to point out, this is my favorite song, or like maybe my second favorite song in the Dragon Ball Z Kai soundtrack. Oh, you picked up on it too. Yes. And this song is called, and I really like, if y'all are listening to this, get on YouTube and search this soundtrack, this uh, track title. It's called... Braveheart the Strong, and it Whoa. it goes hard, and it's like a it's the a sequel to Braveheart. Yes, it's a sequel to the Mel Gibson flick Braveheart. Braveheart the Strong. It's an orchestral piece. It's very moving, and it has a a, a sliver of the refrain from Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Oh, that <laughs> okay. sounds up my alley. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and re-listen so, to this. Please get on that. There's something I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna publish this. I'm gonna publish this thought that I've had for years, guys. There's something about the song "Kiss from a Rose" by Seal featured in the film Batman Returns. There is something ancient and powerful in this music. Your your obsession will damn us. It calls to me from beyond time, you guys. There's something about Kiss from a Rose. It like, I don't know what's going on here. You've basically been posting this song on one form of social media or another every week for the past three years. It's not much of an exaggeration. (laughs) I just need to stop you. That song was in Batman Returns. Yeah, wait, I actually don't remember that. Like, was that, was that a goof or was it, was it really in that movie? It what, was. what part? What, what, when it did wasn't it happen? created for that movie, bro. No, I think it was, Max. I think it was, is the thing. <laughs> Wait, what, no. what scene? I, I need to remember true. this. I don't know. It's Who can remember anything from the Michael Keaton Batman movies? That was a time that we all agreed to put behind us, I thought. We can we can talk about this after the show. We got we got a little bit okay, left in yeah. this episode. We're gonna put a pin oh, yeah. in this. You you can tune in on Zenkai Boost after hours yeah, to hear the, all the, the Zenkai sweet Boost details. Show. Uh, we get back to uh, the C team for a quick a quick peek at their training. Yamcha's doing one hand one finger handstand push ups and getting Krillin's butterfly do- kisses. Oh my god! Krillin's doing jump kicks. <laughs> Chaozu is shooting Pretty some cool. beans and Tenshinhan is cloning himself. Oh, I thought he was and, doing and a sh- lot shadow ninjutsu. Yeah, he's doing the like Naruto ninjutsu, the the shadow clones. This episode cribs from Naruto a and lot. Still, actually. no one. Well, really, Naruto cribs from this. I mean, let's be let's be real. Yeah. Well, if we're you being know, equitable, be realistic about our time, I guess. About our timeline here. But um, still, no one is being murdered in the past. So you know, going well. Yajirobe's doing you know. Fucking nothing. He's having a snack. Still. Back in so heaven. That, that happens. Back in heaven, King Kai reveals that he knows about the Saiyans. And what's more, that he can pinpoint the locations of probably any living being in this quadrant with his antennae. Yeah, also, he calls the Saiyans, uh, they calls them a nasty bunch. Ooh. I just want to highlight that. Um, can that be our name? Just love that. The nasty, the nasty bunch. bunch. <laughs> the nasty bunch. Yeah, we're the nasty Is bunch. Is that really the, the oh image God. that we want to... I don't know. I don't... It's a little too close to nasty brunch. <laughs> Ooh, my favorite kind of brunch. I don't think that that's really the brand that we want to create for ourselves, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's avoid nasty on any of our titles moving <laughs> just, forward. Oh, we just got the title of this this one. The nasty yeah, brunch. We sure did. <laughs> oh god. Got okay, it. so King Kai uses these antenna and he, like, he detects the Saiyan progress down to the fucking day. Like, he, he pinpoints he is, these he is, We do find out he is more or less vaguely omniscient in this moment. 158 yeah. days. And, uh, 158 days till the Saiyans arrive. Apparently, Goku freaks out because he thinks this is not nearly enough time. And King Kai, um, you know, 
King Kai uh, says to him that th his training is so good. Everything on this planet is amplified, not only the gravity. So 158 days, which is, gosh, how, what is that like? That's like five or six months. That's like about six months, like a little less than half a year is a f as effective on this planet as years of training with someone on. And Earth. that just seems like a brag. It's a little bit of a brag. He's, he is kind of patting himself on the back a bit. He's showing off his moment. special, you know, training dojo. And um, he says to Goku that not only does he have to, you know, train to defeat the Saiyans in 158 days, the Saiyans are actually stronger than King Kai is. That was so really surprising. Unless Goku can become, unless Goku can surpass King Kai in 158 days, he's going to be worthless in the fight against the Saiyans. I like that. It was a concrete, like, goal for him to hit. They really do, they really do play the stakes out very clearly. And uh, step one of training, and just like with Piccolo's training, step one seems kind of silly. It's catch the monkey. Mm -hmm. I feel like all training has to start off a little silly or else it's not going to work. Oh, and Goku, he does it again, guys. He does that damn thing again. Number two. Oh, yes. Number two. Takes his weighted training shirt off and his weighted training boots. And, and those and boots are heavy. Those are fucking heavy ass boots. Especially in this on this planet. On this planet, those are like 500 pound boots. Yikes. And uh, that's it. That's it for that episode. We end on Goku starting to chase bubbles. Oh. Both of them. <laughs> yeah, King Kai both of them, reveals both of them the Naruto monk. running, uh, by the way. Yeah. Uh, King Kai reveals that his monkey's run. name is Bubbles. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. That's my that's Guys, is that a reference to Michael Jackson? Is it? How would it? Oh. Michael Jackson had a pet chimpanzee named Bubbles at one point. Oh, of course oh, it is. Yeah, holy I'll, uh, shit. I'll look that up and, and, and come back with that. Speaking of next episode, the preview for this next one um, it, it seems to be focused primarily on Goku and his training on King Kai's planet. Oh boy, but the but it's narrated by that. Gohan, who says in probably the funniest line in the show so far, I sure hope my dad is still okay. <laughs> your dead dad? Your dead dad. Yeah. Your, your daddy dead died today? Your dead father. And Goku also says another one of my favorite lines from this whole show. I'm in big trouble if I can't catch that monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I would really like it if that could just be the show's catchphrase moving forward. <laughs> Every time he's... I'm in big trouble if I can't catch that monkey. Goku's like being pinned down by the Saiyans. They're destroying the planet. And he's like, I'm in... Big trouble if I can't catch that monkey. The fuck are you talking about, Goku? <laughs> and that wraps it up. That's episode six of Dragon Ball Z Kai. Uh, Fast-paced, funny, nice. a lot of jokes, good comedy. Um, what's the best moment? Before that, I have a, I have uh, uh, a couple notes. Uh, the original Funimation title of this episode was "Defying Gravity." So, if anybody has any great wicked jokes they want to get out. Now's the time. I think that was it. That was the That's great the wicked, wicked show. Joke. All right. Okay. So, uh, episode six of Kai. This episode is actually spread between episode eighteen and nineteen of DBZ, with episode nineteen ending very, very slightly ahead of where episode six left us. So we've covered. There were what twelve episodes of filler that sort of just completely removed. Um, somewhere around that. Twelve to thirteen, and. More or less, this episode ends, you know, around the same time they cut the the respective episode in DBZ. Well, uh, this the 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 episode in which most of the action of episode six of Kai takes place ends a bit ahead. Um, it ends with him catching bubbles. That's cool. But what's the best moment? Though? All right, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that my favorite moment of this entire episode is probably the exact moment when it's revealed that King Kai assumed that Goku came for comedy training. <laughs> That's my favorite moment. Such a good reveal. This is a great reveal. My favorite moment in this episode is absolutely the sequence of events from uh, Goku being interrupted while acting like a monkey, the slow pan to reveal King Kai, King Kai's internal monologue looks like I got a weird one, and then immediate cut to commercial. It's it's yeah. Such I got, oh man, a, I should have said that one. Fantastic moment of really, really great comedy. Uh, for me, I like the opening of watching Gohan and getting to see how he has grown in those six months. Watching him parkour and then skid down that uh, I guess mountain mountainside. And just seeing that he's an entirely different character, he's no longer that 
Mets cry, baby. That's a good one. Mine uh, is a really small little moment that I don't think we even really talked about um, in the show. Uh, but it's Piccolo is Piccolo was training with Gohan and he sort of vanishes. He does the sort of the flash step thing that Dragon Ball Z made really popular. And he appears, he kicks Gohan and Gohan's like, I couldn't see you. And Go- and Piccolo says to him, you have to learn how to feel it, which sort of alludes to the chi sense that becomes totally ubiquitous later on in the show. Yeah, the, the, the ability mm-hmm. to not just use, but sense key. So there's our four, our, our selection. Uh, and this is kind of a tough one, I think, but I really do... Man, King Kai's introduction is so on point, and all the elements come together so well. I really am gonna have to have to stick hard and fast to that one this time. I'm, I'm I will, <laughs> I'll, I'll fight for it if I have to. I think it's it's a hilarious moment. I'm gonna back you up on that, Kevin, because it is it is an incredible moment. I'm gonna go four for four. It is. Oh uh, yeah, got that good consensus. It's unanimous, and now it has to. We have to put a put a moment of some some real A plus plus comedy up against. The double penetration. I'm kind of wondering now if maybe we shouldn't have separate categories for funniest moment and like coolest moment. Well, I mean, did we didn't we set out though to really pick the best moment? I feel like we'll have an award ceremony in the future, and this guy will will come into play. We'll pull out all these best moments later and determine the funniest. But right now, this running tally, I feel like, is just for the best. Yeah, and if we get too granular, then it's going to be ridiculous because we're going to have, like, most heartwarming moment and, like, moment that felt a bit weird and... Um, best Krillin death. <laughs> best Krillin, Krillin death. death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like when he gets shot by the president of North Korea. Oh, man. Oh. That was a very hard-hitting <laughs> That one's a dark episode. episode. Really... Really got yeah, just aired last week. Got right into in the, real time. Oh boy, what a and um and Napa became president of the United States of America. Oh wow, yeah i I really need to catch up on this because that's oh that's I'm not familiar with any of that. It, apparently, super gets pretty real. So, did we make a decision, or are we just? Riffing. No, we, we have not. Decided. We didn't make a decision. No, we're kind of putting <laughs> sorry, it off I'll and avoiding it. Right Here's now. what I feel like. I feel like we had a really funny moment this episode, but I just don't know if that moment can compete with the sort of uh, cinematic, uh, tense, sexual moment that is double penetration. <laughs> what have I done? It's very. I mean, you did the, this. I know. The incredible, the incredible passion of the, these two men locked. In this deadly embrace. I can't wait for something cooler to happen in the show. Please. I can't fucking wait. Just, I, I, peek behind the curtain. I'm really, really, really waiting for that Gallic Gun Kamehameha standoff that happens later on because I gotta, we gotta stop. I don't know. That's a pretty intense moment between two gentlemen as well. Max, are you, are, are you uncomfortable with the double penetration. I'm not uncomfortable. I'm just worried we're going to lose listeners. <laughs> I don't think that's like illegal in China or anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> there can be no double penetration in China. Okay. None. Well, it's that's too bad because the double penetration probably won this uh, this conver- con- confrontational standoff yeah, I gotta, here. I gotta, I gotta say, say some, let's just stop we got saying some it. Real A plus plus comedy, but that's just a, a an iconic moment. It's the defining moment. It's the defining moment of the series up until the Saiyans arrive. Oh, I was just gonna say, I think Kevin hit the nail on the head. It's the significance behind it. Mm-hmm. So that's it. One more week. There's a lot of power behind it. Cool. So that, that'll do it for this episode of Zenkai Boost. But real quick, I just want to get out there and say, uh, once again, thank you so much for listening to this show. If you're out there listening, Shay for listening to this show. Uh, it, I know I've said this before, but but it's so much fun to make this show that like, if even if nobody listens, I'm still having a great time. Yeah, I'll shout this into the void until I die. Yeah, this is like this is fun to watch and this is fun to make. So I can only hope that it's any amount of fun to listen to, because if it's half as fun to listen to as it is to make, then we've done a good job, I think. Don't worry. My mom supports us. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, say say hi to her. Hi, hi Blaine's mom. Hi. Hi. Um, we have a we have a website. It's ZenkaiBoost.com. We actually got it. Uh, surprise, surprise. Nobody else 
has bought zenkaibus.com. So we did. So we did. Um, what else do we have? We have a Twitter. It's at Zenkai Boost Podcast. Am I correct? It's at Zenkai Boost Cast. Actually, at Zenkai Boost Cast. We'll have to get a we'll have to get a hashtag started soon. Oh see, boy, maybe hashtag Hash is Goku dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll see that circulating. That's gonna stick. That's got that. That's got real meme potential. That's got memetic potential, you guys. It's viral. Let's make a meme. We're content creators. We're influencers, oh. guys. Yeah. Uh, speaking, of which, speaking of which, I think this is a good time to talk to everybody about the new business venture that I'm planning. For the, the low, low price of uh, $25,000, uh, you can get in on the ground floor of this. Uh, so we're throwing a very, very luxurious, exclusive music festival at Kame House. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a two-weekend event. It's VIP only. So, you know... Like, uh, there will be vegan meals provided. Promise no turtles in any of the food. 100%. I get my gluten on one, the side. Some 100% real sensu bean delicacies. Definitely not from a can. Absolutely 100% a real thing. Real Z Fighter is going to be there, and guys. Ja Rule's going to be there. Can't stress this enough. We're going to have Master Roshi. Ja Rule. Ja Rule's going to be there. No, he's busy. He's got his own thing, I think. Guys, oh. guys, do you think that a sensu bean would What's taste up, like Blake? a cashew? Cashew? Yeah. Like the nut? Yeah, do you think it tastes... I mean, it's a nut. Do you think it tastes similar to a cashew? What? A senzu bean? What the fuck? Yeah. Are you talking about the... Okay, I missed that part. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were just talking about cashews apropos of nothing for a second. (laughs) What does a senzu bean... Do they ever go into that? I don't know. They don't really... Nobody really ever comments on the taste. They just kind of... They're very crunchy, apparently. So we're going to find out what senzu beans taste like. It's, It's right to us. And uh, Zenkai Boost at Gmail, Zenkai Boost Podcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you think Zenkai Boost tastes like. I mean, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's it. Tell what you think we taste like. like. Maybe don't tell us that. I mean, <laughs> end of episode. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to Zenkai Boost. Uh, the show where we talk about Dragon Ball Z Kai and a bunch of other things. My name's Max Newland. I'm playing Corliss. I'm Kevin Hillrick. <laughs> and I'm Max Kostrak. And remember, power levels don't matter. It just occurred to me a bean and a nut are not the same thing. Oh my god, hold I on, wait. I was so dead set. I was so focused. Holy shit. Yes, I was. <laughs> That's our opener, right? <laughs> oh my god! I was just sitting there like, "What are you guys laughing about?" I'm serious. I like, like they, they crunch. It looks kind of like a cashew, and then, oh wait, a bean and cashews—they're—they're they're not, not the same. I'm gonna drink a little bit of my Jim Bean. So save this stuff, though. Save this for our farmers-only ad. All right, should we stop now? Are we done? <laughs>